Hello and welcome to Shepherd's Fold Podcast. I'm here with my son, J.D. Van Hook, and then also a close friend of ours, Jan Richardson. So hello to both of you. Hey, how are you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, we are uh, spending time together in a little coffee shop, and I want to have a conversation about a multi-generational program at a church in which I was a pastor, and you all participated, and the program was this, that we had older adults who had a prayer partner, actually two prayer partners assigned to them who were teenagers. And this was a conscious effort on behalf of the senior adults. Now, a couple of stories let me tell, and then I want you all to jump in and let's just talk about this. One is that program just started almost just off the cuff, and then as it began to go, develop steam and and pick up some momentum. One Sunday morning, Jan, you had a presentation on the platform in which our youth minister interviewed you, and you were there with your other prayer partner, this teenage girl. Yeah. Well, let me, the story I want to tell is this, that in the congregation that day, there was a, a college student who said, I wish I had a Jan Richardson in my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that kind of love and care that you have for your prayer partners and for a younger generation is appreciated and noticed perhaps beyond what you might know. So thank you for what you mean to us. Well, the teenagers mean a lot to me, too. Yes. It's a two-way thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I want to talk about that. As, as we at Shepherd's Fold have a ministry, among other things, to retiring ministers or those who reach retirement age, what can continue in their lives in terms of ministry? You've been called to ministry. You've been called to preach, perhaps, or be a missionary or staff member or uh, educator or whatever, author, whatever it might be, then if there's a retirement age, does the ministry continue? And I say yes, including making a purposeful effort to connect with another generation. So uh, let's just start with this. J.D., why don't we start with you? What has this program meant to you? Jan has become close to you. Why don't you give us just a quick summary of what that is like? Yeah, uh, it's been a lot. It's just awesome knowing that you know you have somebody that's praying for you and you're praying for them and it was just something to look forward to after like every Sunday after church to have someone just to talk to and even you know not doesn't have to be about that much but just to be able to relate with someone it's something that I miss since we moved of I've known less people it's something that I miss of being able to just be able to talk with people like that and have somebody in your life that's you know outside your friends and family that you know yeah. cares for you and you care for them so that, yeah. it's like a special it's a different type of relationship that's meant a lot that I didn't really see coming but I needed it more than I knew huh that's good yeah yeah what comes to mind Jen when you think about this relationship well it's been a real blessing to me because I think that we've as a senior, we don't always connect with the younger generation. And I think sometimes we think, well, they're not interested. We're too young. They don't care. Mm-hmm. But that really isn't the case. Mm-hmm. And there are teenagers out there that need the fellowship. Right. At least someone to acknowledge them. Come on by name. Amongst them. So true. To have a connection with them. Right. Right. 
We've had a conversation even earlier tonight about older generation that it's not necessarily the fact that they, they the older generation has a negative view of those in the younger generation, but don't maybe don't have the opportunity to connect with them. We, I think that's where we landed. Is that right? That's true. Yeah. I don't know how, but it just, it, ours kind of came up out of nowhere, too, and it mm-hmm. didn't take much, but I think a lot of people want that, that they just don't know how to get it started or what the right thing to say is. Right. But, Right. After, you know, we had a, uh, a dinner that they paired us up with, and after we did that, it was, we knew their name, and then the relationship just evolved from there. Let's tell that story real quickly. Dr. Ed Nash was leading the senior adults from our congregation at that time, and then you all, these senior adults, planned a, a dinner for the teenagers. R- right. And then it was at that dinner where, J.D., you were saying kind of one side was the older generation and the other side was the younger. And before you got up to have food, you were assigned, each senior adult was assigned two teenagers. They kind of sat on your right and left, and, and then you interacted that night and said, okay, for this year you will be prayer partners. Is that That's basically what happened. close to what happened? Yeah, yeah. yeah they are just kind of... We were wanting, they were wanting to mix us up in the dinner, get to know somebody, you know, but, and then from there, it turned into prayer partners and, you know, a whole program for that kind of thing. So, go ahead, Jen. I think after we realized, too, our teenager, the teenagers were that were assigned to us, and then we gradually thought of ways to connect with them. Okay, now that's good. Right. We didn't have it all planned out ahead of time. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Kind of evolved. Mm-hmm. It did. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about some of the things that Jan has done for you, J.D. What are some of the things that come to mind? Or Jan, can, what, what do you remember about your relationship and the, the activities that you did? Well, I enjoyed uh, finding out what his interests were. Mm-hmm. Definitely baseball. Right. Yeah. And right. I enjoy going to many of his games. Right. Yes. And it was always fun to see him in action on the field. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've done uh, things like that where uh, Jan's got to come to some of my different sports games and go out to lunches after church and uh, Mm -hmm. spend, you know, Mother's Day and different things together. Um, That's just part of the side that we spend time together, but we also... You know, we were talking about earlier, too, of how, you know, we're praying for each other. And one thing that uh, that was said was how Mm -hmm. it's something that, you know, we might not always tell just our friends or family because everybody's so connected. But, you know, being able to really open up and do prayer requests with each other has meant a lot, too. 
So, like, if there was a need in your life, you could feel safe talking to Jan. They weren't going to come running to... She, she wasn't going to come running to us. Exactly. And you. Right, right, right. Uh, any lessons that you've learned that you can think of? Stuff that you've learned in the process. Lessons you've learned. Ways you've grown. New ways of looking at life. Enhanced ways of looking at life. Has anything changed or increased or improved? I don't know if I can really say it's changed, but mm -hmm. I maybe in a way it has in that I am aware of the teenagers. Okay. And if I even pass them on the sidewalk at church or whatever, yeah. I try to say hello, even though I haven't had a, I'm not a prayer partner with them. That's great. Make that connection with the homeless. This old lady still uh -huh. to a teenager. That's great. <laughs> that is wonderful. I was about to say something like that too. Like, apart aside from just Jan and talking to her, I've learned how to talk with you know people outside of my teenage friends in the church, and exactly. I know what kind of things to say and you know how to care for them. Right. How to engage in conversation exactly. with them. Yeah. I wonder if that's intimidating to a multi-generational relationship of where do you begin? What do you say? How do you connect with that? And both of you say that it's improved as a result of this. Mm -hmm. I think so. Well, of course, we were assigned a teenager. Right. And when you, you make an effort to get acquainted with them, to find out what their needs are, what their interests mm -hmm. are. Right. When you pray for someone, yes. it does something to them. To you. Amen. I know. That's so true. And, well, I, and I have yeah, thought, but, too, uh -huh. like, you know, kind of come to the point that we keep saying, but it's like, it just, it doesn't take much, you know. It, it didn't take saying. much for us to get started, and all it had to do was, you know, we found out each other's name, a few interests, and, you know, our relationship has sprung up more than most, but even then, knowing you have somebody to talk to, and, you know, it didn't take much to get that started. Well, I think that's a good word. Jen, what are you, what are you thinking? Well, I was thinking, hopefully it's meaningful for that person to realize there's someone outside their own close family that's praying for them. Right, right. 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 And I really think that our seniors care about all the people. Yes. They may think that the young people don't care that much about that, but I don't really think they have a negative. That's good. That's good. So maybe it's more of the, just the ability to break the ice, to get that first, and the teenagers would be open to that. Senior adults are open to that, but how do you just break the ice? Okay, let's let's talk about that. Um, if we are, if there are people who are listening right now, who are part of a congregation, and would like to take initiative to start something along these lines, uh, what would you say to them in the way of inspiration to do it, go ahead and do it, and any how tos? Um, what what comes to mind? Yeah, um, I think just, I mean, other than, I don't think it needs to be something that the 
the church makes you know a program like I don't think you have yep. to wait for that to right. I think you know just ask to take them out to lunch or something like that or go to one of their games or introduce okay. yourself or it, like just little things like that and just start getting involved in their lives and you never know where that might lead. I think we have to be friendly with mm. the younger generation. Mm just stick with our seniors. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. know that we do care about them. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're the church. They're the church today, but they're definitely the church tomorrow. Right. Right. I was in a setting recently talking about uh, sowing of seeds and how you, you give in a situation when you may or uh, and investing in the life of a teenager, if you're an older adult, that you may or may not see all of their life lived out, but you've invested in them, and they'll remember that. Um, anything else you want to add as we've talked here? I'm just so, it just, it just makes me so thankful that I have a, you know, I do have a gen in my life, and yeah. someone, and it's, uh, someone I really missed but I know that she's still praying for me and I'm still praying for her and that relationship goes a lot further than just seeing each other every Sunday and that's something that's really special. Real quickly let's uh, give our listeners an understanding when you say miss um, we lived in Wichita we're, we're recording this and um, you all established this in the prayer partnership now we have moved to Nashville so that's the, what you're talking about, missing yeah. her, um, that seeing her every week at church or at the ball games or Mother's Day when we take her out or that kind of thing. So that's, right, 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 not the same uh, weekly interaction, but the same care. And um, we are, again, for our listeners, we're, we made a quick trip back to Wichita. Your top desire was if we could only meet up with a couple of friends, you wanted to meet with Jan. Yeah. And I think that says a lot about uh, your influence on his life, Jen. Yeah. It's a special day. Yes. Now, they can't see what you're wearing, Jen, but you have a, a beautiful outfit on, but then you also have something else. Tell us what you have. Uh-huh. 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 So now a lot of times those are given to the parents and we made sure that you got one because we feel like you're on the inside uh, loop of our family and you kept it and wore it tonight and that just walking in the door and seeing you with that made us feel special. So. Yes, sure. <laughs> Thank you. Well, thank you both for uh, taking the time to share and um, anything else you have on your mind that you'd like to share? Well, he feels the same way about you. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, thank you for all that you're doing, and we want to encourage others if they have an idea of a multi generational relationship to take the initiative that you don't even need to know everything that you're doing. You don't need to have a great plan, just take initiative. And you might be surprised at what God does, especially adding in the part about a prayer partner that can connect people in a special godly way. So thank you both for your time. 
and thank you for being part of this Shepherd's Fold podcast.